Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Well, today on Baseball Mainly, it is baseball only. <laughs> because we're talking baseball. I'm so geeked after Tuesday's show. Yeah. I mean, come on. How cool was it to have Rod Allen on? What a great – I mean, this guy's – what a professional. Professional. In, oh, just Knowledgeable. Incredible. Yeah. I've got so many questions I still want to ask Ask him. Really looking forward to his show coming on. Oh, yeah. Time. It's going to be big. It's going to be – Rod's coming back big. to Detroit, people. Yeah, you heard it here on, first on Baseball Mainly. On NRMStreamcast.com. <laughs> hey, uh, want to uh, – we're happy to be brought to you today by Century Mortgage Lending. Uh, look them up on the website at centuryml.com. Their phone number, 248-258-4977. You need to talk to Elizabeth. You need to refinance. You need to get pre-approved to buy a house. You want to consolidate some bills. She'll let you know what's what and mm-hmm. let you know how to get that done. 248-258-4977. Century Mortgage Lending, great lender. They're going to make it easy on you. If you'll help them out just a little bit, get them the docs they need, mm-hmm. they'll get you processed, get you closed quickly. I think it took me a total of three weeks, and I was out of town for a week of it. Wow. Could have closed sooner. So really, really impressed with them. Century Mortgage Lending, CenturyML.com. They're in MLS number 134525. Give them a call, 248 258 4977. Talk to my friend Elizabeth over there at Century Mortgage Lending. All right. Well, what do you think, man? Baseball season has started. It's official. The uh, I've watched actually training. a couple of spring training games. Yeah, I, I actually I, I watched the uh, the Cardinals mm-hmm. and uh, the Marlins. The Marlins, and it was interesting to see the man the pitching. It looked like it was balls were high in the strike zone. Mm-hmm. They were strikes. I don't know, man. This whole umpire thing with the automated strike zone may come sooner rather I than guess. later. We'll see. But you know, you know what the most exciting thing about the start of a new season is? It's a fresh start. Yeah. Last year, who knew? What last year? There didn't need. There's nothing happening. And fresh spring start. is coming. The Reset. Pe- people who live in Florida or Arizona or mm-hmm. California, wherever it may be, sure, they don't get how we feel about this. Uh-uh. Because we've been shut up in this uh, overcast, snow-bound, cold. Blah. And when you get that day, like we had this week, we had we had some days in the 40s, got up to 50, the sun was out. Sun. And you start to think, man, we could get out and throw the ball around. Uh-huh. We can get out. We, uh, th- there should be a ball game today. <laughs> but, you know, four to eight inches four to eight followed inches. that. Yeah. And, uh-huh. uh, but there are good days like that coming, good sunshine. It's a great. It's a great time for for baseball. I'm really looking forward to it. I want to know who's going to make the roster. Yep. I, want, I want to know how many times that uh, you know Astros batters are going yeah. to get hit. I want you know. I, I, it's all all the yeah. drama this year. Are are they going to find that the Red Sox were doing the same thing? It's a, it's it, it it traveled down the pipeline further than I thought it was going to. Yeah. And even more than that, you know, our local team here, the Tigers. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to see the improvement. I want to see some of these young guys that are going to step up. I yep. want to see. Now, Gardenhire has had another year to see what he has, mm-hmm. and and you know, you you deal with what you got. You right? do. Uh, but this is the year, though, that I and I said it to you earlier. I said that this this year with Gardenhire, 
this is where I kind of start giving him gratings on what he does as a manager. Well, he he doesn't play on the field. It's true, but he However, has to still be able to manage a young core team yeah. and still have the ability to talk to his veterans. I think that's a big thing that Jim Leland did when he came in in 2006 and changed everything. 2000, yeah, it was 2006. No, it was yeah, it was 2006. Well, well speaking speaking of of springtime. <laughs> And speaking of uh, the feel of summer in the air, the voice of the Tigers is on the phone. <gasps> Mr. Dan Dickerson. Welcome, Dan. How are you guys? Oh, we're fantastic we're cold. now we're cold, that you're Dan. here. <laughs> oh, they're predicting four to eight hey. inches, Dan. So uh, you want to yeah. co- come home to Detroit? <laughs> Where I live, I heard it said it might be closer to 10 up in Clarkston. Oh, my. <laughs> Well, but hey, it's going to get a little chilly here in the next few days in the 60s. So, oh, I feel know, for you. Think a think a thought or two for me, okay? Well, uh, you know, I feel warmer just talking about the Tigers. <laughs> and uh, uh, how how are, how are they looking? What do you think so far? Well, I just think that I mean, you, you noticeable how uh, much more talent there is in camp. I mean, it just you can just tell. Ryan Gardner is going to be able to do some things this year. I mean, starting with defense. I mean, the defense on the infield was not good last year, and it's, I think, going to be markedly better this year, and that's, to me, a big deal because you've got all these guys coming up who are going to need good defense behind them, and the guys who are here, obviously, need the good defense behind them, and uh, I think that's a pretty good starting point. But the offense will be better. Again, couldn't be any worse, right? Mm -hmm. And I think think the rotation, actually, with the top three of Norris – Turnbull Boyd is pretty solid, and then it's going to be really interesting. I mean, the excitement the other day, I haven't felt such excitement. Let's face it, spring games, excitement is not the word you would use Mm -mm. (laughs) for 99% of spring games, 99%. Because, as you know, there's no strategy. There's nothing but double-A and A-ball guys on the field at the end of the game. It was exciting the other day to have Parker Meadows and Riley Green Mm -hmm. and Casey Mize and Alex Faye all pitching or playing in that game. Derek Hill is a beautiful-looking center fielder. I mean, oh, that wow. guy can go get it. That was a fun game, and I just thought, wow, is this different. Yeah. You, you, think, it, you think it helps to have guys that are, are at the, the minor league level that are you can tell are on their way up that are going to push the guys that are here? You think that helps? I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, look at guys not that they needed it but i think a jamer candelario maybe benefits from that Mm -hmm. uh because he just he's he's better than what we've seen most of the last two years the first two months of 2018 as we've talked about is that's the upside and it's still in there but i don't know i think he maybe benefits the most having a little bit of okay i better get going over i may not have this job a year from now, mm-hmm. and it, he can do it. I absolutely believe he can do it, and they need him to do it because he's a lefty switch hitter, but a left-handed bat with some pop who can draw a walk, and that's that's not a small thing. And then uh, Kristen Stewart tail off. He just he's a hard worker, yeah. But right. he needs to he needs to show something too. And I think, heck, I think all of us benefit from competition, right? Sure, oh, yeah, totally. I think every day, if I don't do my job well, somebody else could come along. So I mean, seriously, that's that's. You want to do your job well, and yeah. and competition is good. Yeah, 
Well, well we, do you, do you see a, do you see a little bit more focus from the guys that we had last year that kind of were moving around in different positions? Some of the pitching obviously needed a lot of help, but you know, do you do you see a little bit more focus from like a Jamer Condelario, a Kristen Stewart? I, I, I'm looking at these guys from from the pictures on Instagram and Facebook, you know, from the Troy Tigers, and they just look like they just ate their Wheaties and and ate raw steak for the last like four months because Man. they are big. <laughs> back right now i yeah. mean he, he got he beefed up i'm mm-hmm. telling you i don't know about if i can tell that I, but i do know that adding four guys from teams that won a hundred games last year matters and sure. helps maybe crone and scope and romine these guys can bring some of that knowledge of how you turn things around in terms of a winning culture to this clubhouse, and mm-hmm. that's not a small thing to me. It really isn't. So, yeah, I think I think that that does make a difference. And I mean, if that leads to better focus, I mean, I think these guys just didn't have a whole lot to work with last year. There's more to work with this year, but those veterans lift everybody else up. There's no question about it. Well, let me let me ask you about somebody that you didn't mention in the rotation, and and uh, that's Zimmerman. Is uh, he claims he's healthy? How's has he had a chance to pitch yet? Yeah, he pitched the other day and walked three. But we said it's interesting what hear, to hear what the pitcher thinks about his outing in spring games because they're always working on something. Right. And, you know, he's not a guy who walks people. But what he really like for sinkers the other day, and that's here. He needs it. He needs that action. He needs that pitch that can go into a righty, as he said, to set up the slider going the other way so later in his career is he becoming a sinker slider pitcher certainly more than he's ever been and that's a pitch that could make him i mean serviceable know how it's been health that's held him back but it's also been he doesn't have the same power arm and he needed to develop another pitch i wouldn't put it past him to at least have a, a year where he's you know solid solid league average uh it's just that health you know, At this point, you can't predict a season of full health. Sure. I would like him to have it, but based on the track record, it's you know you're probably battling the odds there. But can he still be a piece? I think with. Hmm. I think we've maybe we've lost Dan. Oh, that's okay. Oh, anyway, guys might want to try calling him back, and uh, we'll see what's going on here. I tell you. Uh, Boy, that would be a nice surprise to see a guy like Zimmerman remake himself in a, a la Frank Tanana, the way mm-hmm. he remade himself after he had Well, you know, we're looking at Zimmerman on probably his last. Oh, uh, you back, Dan? I'm back. Oh, there you go. I'm on the back roads here in Florida for another couple miles. I'm hanging with you, though. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were going to tell us you were on the back nine. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's what Maz is doing right now, isn't it, Dan? <laughs> well, uh, who, who do you uh, do you think any of these young pitchers are going to make the team, or we're going to leave them down in AAA and give them a little more seasoning? Somebody like Manning or Scooble going to make it up? He must be in a in a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep hearing about Tariq Scooble being just a strikeout pitcher, man. Well, it's I mean. it's we're you know kind of to Dan's point, we're we're looking at a. It's exciting to see what we've cultivated from trades, from uh-huh. having people, uh, you know, what we're gathering, 
what we what Al Avila said we're what is going to be our future, and it's nice to get excited to see a Mize, a Scruble, somebody out these Manning. Do, these Manning, Riley Green out there, like he said, and that's exciting to me. To me, that's 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 awesome because you know what? That's something to look forward to, and I, I'm I'm a I'm a big proponent uh, of moving forward and not just filling in holes where we think that holes need to be filled. Uh, I think we did that for the last couple of years during our tenure of trying to get to another World Series. But, you know, with this, we actually see young players, young, talented players that could potentially be Major League All-Stars someday. Well, there, are, there are like eight pitchers yeah. that have some potential. That, that we hear about, right? Mm-hmm. Four of those guys, three of those guys yeah. turn out to, to be really big league pitchers. Big I mean, league. Kind of a la the Porcello, mm-hmm. Verlander uh, type you know, deal we had coming up. These guys yeah. came up through the system, and here mm-hmm. they are, and they turn out to be decent pitchers. Yeah. I mean, and, and, in fact, great pitchers. Great pitchers. And uh, then you make a you make a move like we did to get a Scherzer. Yeah, uh, I mean we had quite a pitching. Remember staff. Scherzer wasn't like you know he was he was kind of struggling with. Uh, oh he, great! So Dan, do we have you back? Are you in a in a good cell now? I'm approaching the freeway. A All right. Away. <laughs> I've got one dot at the moment. I want to <laughs> hang in there though. Okay. I'm okay. Hanging in there. Okay, yeah, hanging in there. <laughs> well, we want you to hang in because it's a it's an honor to speak with you. Do you you see any of these young pitchers making the team, or you think we're going to let them season a little more in the minor leagues? Yeah, I don't know where you lost me, but I mean, all three to me are are going to be in a Tiger uniform at some point this year, and I, it's really it's big three of Mize Manning, Scooble, and then do not forget about. I mean, they raved about Castro for all of his struggles yesterday with command. Uh, that was the sixth starter at Double A Erie last year, and then wow. of course Fiedo and Wentz mm-hmm. certainly still have prospect status. They're all in the top ten in the Tigers' prospect list. They're all in camp. But I, let's focus on the big three because I think you know it seems like the college pitchers are the ones who might get promoted a little bit more quickly, and that's Scooble and Mize. He's a high school kid who's developed. I mean, to me, they're, I'm not sure you can separate the three right now. I'm really not sure you can. Uh, Scoobal is that good. Wow. Uh, Mize's splitter is, when he decided to dial it in yes, uh, a couple days ago in Bradenton, uh, devastating. Mm-hmm. So the, I think what you're going to look at is I, I can picture all three dominating at Toledo. So think about what happens. Let's say two of the three dominate at Toledo. And I really think all three are going to have great years at Toledo. Think about how the Tigers are going to try to, okay, how do we as an organization decide when to promote? What's the best thing for them? Who do we take out of the rotation at the major league level? Because you've got five guys right now who are in that rotation. Right. If all three of these guys are pushing, they're not all going to come up. Mm-hmm. Even I think at this moment, at this moment, it would be hard to replace two. I mean, you have the, the consideration for Zimmerman, $25 million, is not a small consideration. Sure. It's a reality. Yep. You're not, and, you, and you're not just going to let him go. You're not, uh, unless it's just a, an injury or he's just disastrous. And that's, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to happen. No. So that becomes interesting. The other thing is always consider a guy may be putting up good numbers, but maybe still hasn't developed that third pitch. Right. 
which all pitchers do need at the major league level to be an effective major league pitcher. In other words, this stuff might get out triple-A guys, but unless he refines that third pitch for pitcher X, is he going to be able to get major league hitters out? That's always a consideration that will be, you know, maybe hidden beneath the numbers that are going to be quite good. Sure. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot of things. Also, how good is the defense behind them? Yeah. You don't want to bring up a good, talented young pitcher with bad defense behind him. You mm-hmm. just don't. Sure. So those are all considerations that, that they're going to be weighing. I, I picture Casey Mize dominating at AAA and being called up by June. I really do. Wow. And, again, that's giving good health. Mm-hmm. His innings are going to be limited this year because he was shut down early last year. He didn't have a lot of innings. Why not you have those innings up at the major league level? You know, why not? Sure. Uh, and then I don't really know with Scooble and Manny, except to say that Scooble, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, his strikeout I mean, ratio is incredible. Uh, it's just, it's the best left-handed pitching prospect in my lifetime. That's incredible. the Tigers organization. I mean, it is. Yeah. Uh, and it's just everybody... I mean, when Ryan Gardenhart is looking over at Al Avila and when he's pitching two innings against Southeastern University and, and looking with his eyes like, hey, can we bring him up? <laughs> and Al, <laughs> Didn't Al's he get five? At him like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. He struck out five of the six guys he faced. I mean. <laughs> and it was a nice, easy 95 97. He's got a slider and curveball, and it's all, all pretty nasty looking. Sure. I sat behind home plate just so I could see, not that I'm a scout, but I, just so I could see what it looked like. And to me, to. My untrained eye, pretty darn good. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of it has to do with how it looks. You yeah. know, some guy can throw ninety six, and it doesn't look like it doesn't look like ninety six. Yeah. You know what I mean? And other guys right. can throw ninety six, and it just explodes on you. And I don't know if that's just optical illusion or if there's well, I, yeah, no. I think it's the spin rate. I mean, you hear about it a lot, but there's a reason. You know, certain guys whatever the velocity is, can throw up in the strike zone because their fastball stays up instead of dropping like others because of, of their backspin that they get on the ball. So, And the other thing is command. You'll hear a lot, I think, with these young guys, command versus control. A lot of guys can throw strikes, but can they locate it within the strike zone? That's mm-hmm. the command. And I saw, again, two innings. But with Scooble, he can locate 95 down and away to both the lefty and the righty. That's a really good sign. Wow. That's great, and you know, this is a good problem to have. It is a great problem because that's what we really wanted. That's what we believed in uh, Avila to to bring to the table with making these trades and getting these acquisitions. And I think you know, with that, it could really boost when Fulmer's healthy to really say, "I have to really kind of step up my game." I'm looking at these these prospects that are probably going to be in the league sooner than later. Let's hope Fulmer. Hopefully, he gets healthy, and then you look at Daniel Norris who has had up-and-down seasons, and he's trying. Mm-hmm. He is. He's a, he's a strong pitcher in my, in my book. It's just, is he going to try to face that kind of, sort of like how Shane Green was like, I'm a starting pitcher. And then all of a sudden, he moves into the bullpen, and he became a really great closer, and he accepted that role. Do you face? Does Daniel Norris kind of face that same obstacle in his career as a, as a major league pitcher? Because to me... Mm-hmm. He he really is truly a still a major league pitcher. He just kind of has to find his groove. Well, he's and a where, lefty, where he's which got. really helps. It does. It's true. Yeah, and I, I I think he's one of the more interesting stories of the spring because of how he finished in those three inning starts again by design, mm-hmm. not because he was an opener, but because they're limiting his innings and he wanted to stay in the rotation instead of being shut down. I like that. I think the Tigers like that. 
But what is his role this year? They feel like it's kind of a max effort delivery. They're not sure if he's a five, six inning guy. Mm -hmm. They're going to stretch him out to try to be that guy this spring. But with these guys coming up, I do think that that's one of those guys you're like, yes, I agree with you. Major leaguer, is he a major league starter? Or can we really maximize his value in a swing role slash creative role, meaning maybe an opener, but a two, three inning guy with some regular use out of the bullpen? Those those guys can be extremely valuable. Yeah, for sure. I, I think he could be. I think he could be that guy. I, I know he wants to start, and he certainly is prepared for this season to be a starter. He's in unbelievable shape, but he always is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I think that's one of the more interesting decisions because you really do have to think about if these guys are going to be pushing as hard as we think they are to get here, and they're going to by performance force our hand at some point this year. How do we then? balance that with the guys we already have in the rotation and what are their future roles right well and i you you look at the tigers over the last few years we need bullpen help Mm -hmm. and uh if we got somebody who can come in throw strikes get people out for two three innings that's valuable that's huge that's big that'll that'll save a lot of games well and most good relievers most of the quality relievers set of men closers and, and long guys in the major leagues, are former starters mm-hmm. because that being a former starter allows you to refine your pitches more than just coming up as a relief. Right. Yeah. Well, I want to shift gears just a little bit. I want to talk about Matthew Boyd and something I read that he said, and, and get your take on it. Matthew Boyd talking about the controversial Houston Astros said, "We just need to move on. Let's get past this." Uh, you think you think we're going to be able to move on and get past it? Yeah, I think we have to have a clear understanding of what happened. And we keep hearing more about Mm -hmm. what happened. And I think that's important to get the complete picture. So when Jeffrey Luno says, I didn't have anything to do with it, it was all people below me, then the Washington Post reports quite clearly that no, he was absolutely, I'm I'm sorry, I think it was Wall Street Journal, uh, reported that no, he there's an email chain showing that, you know, Code breaker was the code name for this uh, this system that they had, and that the, he was ex- involved in those email exchanges. So he knew exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. It's important to know the complete record, yeah, so that people can't spin it in post <laughs> and try to pretend that it wasn't an organization wide effort, yeah, and that everybody was involved from players to the front office. Period. period. That is the record. We have to know that. I think that a, a punishment has to be appropriate to that. And I think that also has to lead us in figuring out how do you prevent this from happening with another organization going forward. I think that's all really important. So I think, yeah, at some point, I mean, I mean, they're going to get booed all season long. I mean, these mild spring training crowds, they were booing the the heck out of them yesterday. (laughs) 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 You know, these are like the mildest crowds who just cheer for them. They were just booing. Everybody's having fun with that. That's going to be probably a season-long thing. I did uh, chat with Dusty Baker yesterday. I I think he helps make it go away because of the person he is. Classic. The quality person he is. I'm so happy he's back in baseball. I told him that yesterday. I'm so happy you're back in baseball. And I said, how do you, I said, this is kind of a mess, huh? And he goes, he goes, I've, I've dealt with worse. He just had a little smile on his face. <laughs> he said, I've dealt with worse. He said, here's what we do. You have, to, you have to recognize this is a problem of your own making, which I thought, I mean, right up front, hey, you guys, this is your problem. Mm-hmm. 
Now, how you deal with it, you know, own up to it, basically. It didn't say it in quite that way, but own up to it. And then you make it go away by just going out there and winning games. Yeah. And then it goes away. Yeah. And I just think he's he is going to be the perfect person to just – you have to acknowledge it. Yeah, he's not, sure. He's not pretending it didn't happen. Hey, you guys made this mess. You guys own up to it. Let's win some games. And then it's going to go away. And I yeah. think – He's the perfect person to help make it go away. Yeah. But, again, I think it's really important that we have a clear understanding of all that went on, a complete record of what went on, so that they can't just try to spin it and say, well, I didn't know about it, when clearly from the owner to the GM to the players, this was an organization-wide well-known thing. Yeah, yeah, and, and to me, Dan, it's it's – for the Houston Astros, because you know, as much as I uh, I'm giving them grief as a fan and uh, a lover of baseball, to me it's kind of like they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. Because if they start winning 13, 14 games in a row, people are going to say, "Well, they're still cheating." But then if they start losing, they're like, "Well, they they really weren't that good." So it's like, oh man, I kind of feel bad for Altuve now. <laughs> hey Dan, it was it was as always a pleasure to have you on. Look forward to having you in person in the studio one of these days. Uh, you, you know, you're my hero as an announcer. I say it all the time here, best best voice on radio. Mm-hmm. And I think you'd be great on the TV, too. Uh, we just love you. And, uh, well, have, I appreciate it. I enjoy talking baseball with you guys. Well, have, right. a, have a great spring, and we look forward to getting you home here and getting some wins. And thanks for being on. Uh, this is uh, Corey and Jess and Angel and Steven and everybody in the booth saying uh, thanks for tuning in to Baseball Mainly on NRM Streamcast, and uh, let's play too.